0: time for meatless Monday of course and uh, I have got on the line as always on a Monday afternoon Marianne Shearer. Marianne, welcome.
1: Thank you, Johan. Great to be here.
0: Absolute pleasure having you on my show. Now, we're going to talk about an alternative to milk. Now, not only because Europe and even Australia and New Zealand, everybody up in arms about milk and what it's actually doing to our bodies, but also when it comes to babies, an alternative, what would you recommend?
1: Well, Johan, firstly... When we're talking about babies, breast milk is best, okay? There's no argument about it. For sure. To feed your baby for the first 18 months to two years, if you can push that hard, please do, because they're smarter, their immune systems are more intact, the jaw development is better. Literally, you're going to have a much smarter, healthier baby if you breastfeed your baby. Obviously, make sure your diet is good. Mm. But when you can't, I found, and I know there's some contention about it, but I found that most babies do better on goat's milk. And in South Africa, we actually have a goat's milk powder that's available here. Um, you can get it at most stores. And But I really wouldn't recommend, and, and one of the reasons why goat's milk is better, let's just go, I don't recommend cow's milk for the reason that there's a protein in cow's milk. It's mm-hmm. called P63. The studies have been done and been published. Unfortunately, a lot of people haven't read the studies because they get into a journal and then they go on somebody's shelf. Mm-hmm. But the studies are there since 1991 has shown that the number one cause of juvenile diabetes is this protein that's found in cow's milk. So it's not a smart idea to feed your child cow's milk in place of mother's milk. Um, mother's milk is best. Um, goat's milk, in my opinion, is your first, uh, second option after that, and your last option would be soy milk. A lot of children can have a problem with soy milk. It's estimated that 40% of people that have problems, mucus problems, and that's the problem as well. It's not only the juvenile diabetes, but cow's milk given to babies can cause gastrointestinal bleeding, resulting in anemia, can um, the ear infections, allergic rhinitis, which is that continual runny nose, which will cause coughing as well when the child sleeps, sinus problems, tonsillitis. And this research is published by Dr. Matala from the Red Cross Children's Hospital in a a journal called PedMed about eighteen or twenty years ago. So the research has been around a long time mm-hmm. showing that cow's milk is not ideal for humans. It's ideal for baby cows. And the reason why goat's milk is better in the long term than cow's milk, not better than breast milk, but better is because a goat is a similar weight when it's born to a human and when it's mm-hmm. fully grown. It's mm-hmm born weighing about three to five kilograms and it dies weighing or it's fully grown at 60 to 80 kilograms so it's a, got a better ratio of nutrients to grow us to the right sort of um, size and you could use goat milk if you wanted to but if you're vegan it's not actually an option then you're wanting to go with a soy formula you mm-hmm. can use that but you've got to read what's in it I'd really, really, really do my utmost best. And you know there are breastfeeding counselors everywhere. You can go to La Les League, there's Breastfeeding Association. Just look them up on the internet and you'll find somebody close. These women are all over the country ready to help you be successful at feeding your baby. And there's nothing better than waking up in the middle of the night and it's perfect temperature, it's the perfect mix. You don't have to do anything. It's all there. Mm -hmm. You know, getting up in the early hours of the morning to feed your baby and heat the bottle and mix the formula is a big slip. And save a huge amount of money as well and then you're giving the baby what they actually need as far as fully grown adults go I mean unfortunately human beings refuse to be weaned I think it was Marius Barnard at a conference in Sun City about 20 or 30 years ago said the human beings are the only animal species that refuse to be weaned (laughs) so we've got this habit of wanting to put milk in things or on things or Uh, drink the milk uh. And and when you change to a plant-based diet and if you're trying to do meat-free Mondays or trying to exclude animal products on a Monday, which is a good thing to do because your chances of heart disease, cancer, diabetes, osteoporosis, and arthritis are reduced considerably if you have days where you don't consume any animal products. Mm -hmm. And we know that dairy products, for example, also cause inflammation. People with lower back pain, knee joints, knee problems, arthritis, it's an inflammatory substance. It's high in something called arachidonic acid, which is a fatty acid that causes inflammation. It also causes blood clots and it also increases blood pressure. So you don't want something that's going to do those things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're wanting to have a cereal, for example, in the morning for breakfast, then I recommend you take a banana throw it into a blender with some water and blend it at high speed and have oh. banana milk and the kids love it we call it monkey milk and <laughs> you've got banana milk on your cereal banana milk's not easy to put into your coffee or tea some people don't want to kick that habit so i recommend that you there are substitutes on the market you could go and buy rice milk powder and um oat milk powder and you can buy them really made in in a container But the problem is that it's expensive like that. Very expensive, Number one. And Mm -hmm. number two, very often they add it in there. There's added fats, there's added sugars, there's preservatives. Some of them even add cow's milk protein, like caffeine away to it, to give it like a cow's milk flavor. Mm. So the object of using... Um, uh, something that's free of you think free of cowl but actually defeat it because it's got the caffeine and the whey in it and those are the things that actually cause the mucus problems and in adults it can also cause the ear infections tonsillitis, runny noses, sinusitis problems. So I recommend that you actually make it at home and all you need is a little mini high-speed bender you can use a A coffee grinder to grind the nuts into a powder if you want to. But if you've got a high-speed blender, you get these little ones today, they're all over the place, and you get a bigger high-speed blender. You just throw your nuts and seeds into the container uh it's about a half a cup to a cup of raw nuts or seeds so that would be cashews almonds and sunflower seeds seem to work the best you Mm -hmm. can use one or the other or all three mixed up but you can use any nut and any seed if you put it in there with water a half a cup to a cup and about four cups of water and blend it at a high speed until it's really 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 smooth and creamy probably two to three minutes and then if you don't, sometimes it can be thickish or bits of the skins are sort of floating around, tiny little specks. If you want to strain that out, you just put it through a very fine sieve mm-hmm. and you strain it out and you've got this beautiful white milk. And you wouldn't think that sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds would go white like that. And why I'm mentioning sunflower seeds is because it's high in protein. It's twenty five, mm-hmm. about 20 to 25 percent, which is the same as almonds, which is more than chicken and fish. And about the same as Sure. Steak. And your protein in there is high, but more than that is that sunflower seeds are really, really cheap. When people think almonds and cashews, they're imported nuts. You know, some of them grow, grow locally, but it's very expensive nut. Uh, but sunflower seeds is a very reasonably priced source of protein. It contains the right essential fatty acids. You could buy them almost anywhere. Buying in bulk actually does bring the price down and then the beauty of making your own milk like that is you can freeze it Mm -hmm. i don't recommend freezing it in like a liter bottle but i do recommend freezing it in ice cubes because then you can just take out a cube and you need it and then you know you're not having to like thaw the whole liter and the nut and seed milks also go off like normal milk does Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they last anything from three to seven days in your fridge sometimes longer depending on the weather. But as i recommend i do recommend that you actually freeze it um, oh. and the, the great thing about these things is you can cook with these milks yeah and you can you can take um okay if you use cashew nuts for example it's got a natural thickening agent in it johan and and so instead of adding flour you're just using the cashew nuts you're making the milk or if you want a cream you just don't add as much water so instead of adding four cups of water to it you add two cups of water and you use it as a cream to make a cream sauce like a when we started eating meat-free days, we started eating things like I love chicken or king before we changed. And when we changed, I started looking for something that would kind of give me that same nice feel. And I found that either canned um, um, asparagus yeah. or artichokes. Artichokes are closer to the chicken flesh if you cut them into, like, quarters or even slithers. And you put that into the... Um, cashew nut cream it gets thick and creamy you'll never eat normal fresh cream again once you've tried (laughs) cashew cream it's unbelievable you put a little bit of i put ground mustard seeds in there you could put mustard powder but i like the mustard seeds because i know they haven't added any fillers like white flour to it and then you add a little bit of i put some veg stock powder to give it a little bit of flavor Uh and then you cook it it is too delicious you can make um chicken your sort of chicken alla king, you can take that cashew cream or the almond cream, it depends which nut you use. You can add it to soups, you can add it to curries, you know, sometimes with the curry people oh, like Oh, absolutely. The more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coconut milk's another option as well, but can be quite fat, high in fat mm, for some people, mm. and it can have quite a strong coconut flavour, which some people don't like. Some people love coconut, like oh, I love do. It. I love the
0: flavour of it. coconut. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but there's lots of great Wonderful. ideas, and they're so easy. Honestly, you know, when it comes to a healthy kitchen, I'd say start it with a high-speed blender and. Two sharp knives, like a nice big chef chopping knife and a little sharp paring knife and a good quality wooden chopping board. And you can make anything in your kitchen that's meat if you've got those things there.
0: Mary it Ann- doesn't have to be expensive. Sorry, mary, mary- yes. Ann Shira, with me here on yes. 93.6 FM, all about Meatless Monday. Well, it's huge in Europe at the moment. It's uh, now moving towards Australia and New Zealand. People are moving away from cow's milk. We'll be talking about that a lot still in South Africa. I'm sure that yes. the wave is going to hit us very soon. But thank you so much, and we'll speak again next week. The same time, same place. Just want to say that... Uh, uh, Mary Anne's Emporium, of course, uh, that in Gordon's Bay. You can visit. That's from uh, nine in the morning till four in the afternoon. Open weekdays as well as public holidays. And telephone number oh two one eight five six two five hundred. I repeat, oh two one eight five six two five hundred. Uh, book your seat. It's a buffet every day. It will blow your mind, like she's doing on air every Monday afternoon. Thanks, Mary Anne. It's a
1: pleasure, Johan. Thank keep,
0: you. Keep well. Bye bye. All right.
1: Goodbye. Okay,
0: Right, 29 past 12, 93.6 FM. That was your Meatless Monday for today.